Blog Talk Radio. Yakuza! Yakuza! Yakuza Kick Radio! 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 The Yakuza Kick Radio! This is the bulldozer, Matt Tremont. That there's one place to listen to on the internet every Thursday, 9 p.m. Yakuza Kick Radio. Tremont says so. Who wants some? God help us. Jesus! God and baby. Jesus! Help us. Ladies and gentlemen of fucking America, this is Danny Havoc, and you have been listening to, or possibly are intending to listen to, the Yakuza Kick fucking radio. Fucking, yeah! Yakuza Kick radio. Hell fucking yeah! My name is Justice Payne, and you are listening to Yakuza Kick radio. You're coming to come on this is a brotherhood, and we all stick together. Like my nuts. I ain't scared of you, motherfucker. Yakuza Kick Radio, the best in internet wrestling radio, period, bar none, just like Adam Cole. Everybody's a cunt but me in the world. I don't know what it is. But you go to the back, and you tell your boss that there's a new Yakuza in town. And it's Yakuza Kick Radio, and we're taking over. Yakuza Kick Radio has risen from the ashes of bad internet radio and become the premier place for any independent professional wrestler to stop and record their voice. Well, this is Mr. Insanity Toby Klein, and if you're not listening to Yakuza Kick Radio, then you're weird. Oh, I don't like the cut of your jib, fella. This is Greg Excellent, Bearded Dragon of the Northeast. You're listening to Yakuza Kick Radio. If you're not, you're probably watching porn. He had this muted. You should be listening to it. Jason Mann. Where are Biggie and Tupac? Yakuza Kick Radio. Give a nigga rope on that cowboy, guys. All you have to do is listen to Yakuza Kick Radio, but you couldn't. Now look at that doctor, you homie. Fuck that. Black dude. Bullshit, man. Motherfucker. Fuck you. Fuck you and fuck you. Who's next? And now, ladies and gentlemen, for the introduction. Hosted by J. Cat Morris. You are now listening to Yakuza Kick Radio. Welcome to Yakuza Kick Radio. I'm back. It's uh, your boy J. Cat Morris. And then uh, I'm also joined by. Nico Sozio. What's, What's going on, man? Hey. How's hey, it going, man? Boy. I'm doing, doing right? great. I'm doing great, man. Yeah, man. So, uh, you know, we doing haven't a lot done better this for a while. Host. And uh, we haven't done this for a minute. Um, CZW decided to not do K to death anymore, so <laughs> I don't know how much we factored into <laughs> that decision, but you never know. Yeah, I was going to. I was gonna say we're we're probably the reason that they don't do it anymore. You know that that and money and you know their fearless leader who uh, finally got what he was coming to him. You know. Yeah, yeah, it's wild. And even this this to me is even crazier because it's not even just like putting on a finale of your year of of wrestling shows. It's going to something you're not doing anymore. Correct. Correct. You know? Yeah, it makes it makes abs- absolutely no sense. Uh, makes makes no sense. And then I, uh, you know, as you've watched it and I've watched it now, 
and no aspect of this made any goddamn sense. No. Um, not a single member of their active roster was on this show. Um, not not non-tournament, not in-tournament, nothing. Like, it's, I've never seen a tournament that's quite like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they might as well have just kind of branded this as, a, as another company. You know what I mean? I, I was pretty surprised to see, too, that there was no – uh, filler matches like there was no no matches between the rounds to to give the the deathmatch workers a break, which is you know would have been nice, but what the hell do I know? Yeah, I mean they could have done something and spun it off and kind of did like the first tournament of death where they you know um, Zandig presented tournament of death because it was Lobo's deal and you know that whole thing. Right, right. You know that, that could have said cool. you know. Yeah had the biggest heel in their company, whoever that is, because I don't even know who works there, but um, just say, hey, we're going to bring things back to the past and have, like, the faces fighting it or whatever, or vice versa, and and then put this thing on, you know, under someone else's heading. Right, yeah, like you see so many other companies do nowadays, like, for example, Joey Janela Spring Break or, you know, insert some other indie person, Effie's Gay Brunch or whatever the hell it is. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean. Like they do something like that. Mm-hmm. So, one part of a CZW tradition that they decided to keep in was to misspell the shit out of everything on their shirt <laughs> and then put it out for sale. <laughs> Dude, it was wild. Like three, like at least three fucking names on there were botched. Uh, Butcher, yeah. uh, or- Orin White, I think was Orin Vert or some shit like that, and. Yeah. Uh, what the hell was what was the other one? I know there was three at least. There was at least inane three errors lane. on there. Yeah. Oh inane yeah. Lane. Inane. Inane. Lane. Inane. Lane. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I don't understand <laughs> how you don't check this. Like, how how is there not a print like sent to you by email? Like, just hey, finish those shirts up uh, before I print them. Want to check them out? Like, dude. Holy shit, dude. Jesus Christ. Spell check something. Dude, I mean, as you know, I've I've been in design and graphic design for fucking probably almost 20 years, and I can tell you from a professional standpoint that it is standard practice to send the customer a proof to approve before printing. But again, I'm not, I'm a fucking expert, but what do I know? Yeah, because uh, I mean, even on Twitter, someone was making fun of it and saying DJ Hyde no can spell and. And Shannon, who's the spokesman of CZW now, she um, she responded saying the printer no can spell. Like, oh, isn't our deal? You guys sold this fucking shirt to people. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you, okay, the, you so the printer about? can't spell, but, you, yeah, you're like you're still going to sell these goddamn things, you know, uh, yeah. which is wild. Uh, wild. And, and, like, did you pay them full price on that? Because, like, if you didn't, if they knocked off money for the misspelling, then these things should have went for $10 at the merch table, no? Oh, you would think so. You would think so. But, I mean, I'm I'm sure they tried ripping everybody off for at least 25 apiece, at least. Yeah. I mean, necro butcher, butcher is an actual word. Like, there was a red line under that <laughs> when they put it in the fucking computer. <laughs> so yeah, it was insane. Yeah, should have been, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. No, there should have been red lines all over the place and fucking in their document there, but I guess I guess whatever fucking design software they were using doesn't have spell check. Right. 
So then, um, obviously, attendance was lower than usual, to be expected. Um, they don't really have a following anymore. Um, they even had free beer. I saw um, they had all sorts of sponsors, which stood out, and we can get back to later. But um, I, I've never seen quite as blatant of that, where, you know, they announce a wrestler and then go, oh, and he's sponsored by Jerkoff Sub Shop up the road. And you're like, yeah. wait a minute. So you're just going to tell me who paid for this guy to come here? Or like. <laughs> right, and and I'm sure uh, they they didn't these sponsors quote unquote didn't pay that fee. Like they they probably paid something to to have their company's name read or whatever uh, during the intros or before the match. But there's there's no chance that any of these places were coming up with a couple hundred dollars to cover these workers trans and you know however many hopefully hundreds they were paid to perform but i'm i'm willing to bet that these guys didn't make very much to do this no i couldn't imagine so yeah i mean it, the whole thing is kind of silly and um you know to start the show you you get uh the czw studios logo and theatrical music as if man they really got their shit together they they are professional they are they're putting out high quality productions and then you see the field and uh, no entryway. Yeah, like you just look off in the distance. Like I was so startled that like, you know, the the show opens up and you're just staring at what looks to be uh, one of those like dump basins for like when a house is being cleaned out, like or uh, like a house is just being like, Dem- like a like a demolition or something when you're just throwing all the trash and debris into it like you just the show opens you're staring at one of those and then off in the distance really small out comes waddling fucking otis kogar and make making the hundred yard march to the ring from fucking no man's land like what the fuck what the yeah fuck? yeah it's crazy i no think when curtain, otis came out no there was curtain, a truck no which was an upgrade from the rest oh of yeah the yeah, 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 yeah. Like, but yeah, just nothing. You guys couldn't even get like literally three fucking poles. You know, one on the left, one on the right, and one across the top, and throw a black curtain on it. Like, what happened to all the ones from years ago? Where are they? Like, we don't have those anymore. What is going on? Yeah, and and the thing is too is these fans are challenged. I mean, if you told them, hey, I need 18 <laughs> poles, they'd show up with 20 of them just to make sure you had enough. You know, they'd bring their mother's curtains there to, to hang it off the fucking thing. Like, you really don't even have to pay for it. No, absolutely not. I mean, uh, obviously the fans were still very participatory with the bringing the weapons for, for that match, and, you know, there was a lot of creative shit that I saw flying around out there. I'm sure you could have gotten them to bring a couple of fucking aluminum poles. Yeah. Yeah, something. Jesus Christ. So, yeah, out from the uh, side of the truck uh, comes Otis Kogar, who, um, <laughs> I mean, before the match, you just got to know that, like, uh, Shannon's opinion on Otis Car- Kogar. Um, <laughs> this is post-show. She posted, listen to me. Otis Kogar is a massive, <laughs> massive star. It was a pleasure to work with him this weekend and see his genius firsthand. Can't wait for 2023. Please book this gifted performer. Keyword gifted. Um, I mean, you could have just stopped that massive. You know what I mean? You could have just stopped that this (laughs) this massive 
and that's it. Because that's really about all he is. Is massive, uh, definitely not a star. Right. And it, you know, it, it kind of—I don't know—it's kind of a slap in the face. A lot of the wrestling to me is just very insulting to the intelligence. And um, you know, when it says like, "Yeah, I can't wait for 2023," meaning we wouldn't even consider booking you for the next two months of this year, like. <laughs> <laughs> Because if you stumbled upon a massive star, you'd be like, dude, what are you doing next month, right? Like, Right. No, no. The next yeah, time we have a 2022, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. 2022 <laughs> was obviously not his year. But next year, by by all means. By all means. Yeah. And then Bobby Beverly comes out. I've seen some of his work. And, and I think he's pretty good. I mean, he's, I'd say average. I mean, he's able to do, you know, regular matches, death matches. He's one of the uh, Ohio guys. Um, okay. So I don't know. He, he comes out. Um, they got um, barbed wire contraptions. Uh, they start right hot and heavy, spear into the barbed wire board, no sold, um, where he gets up. Otis hits him with a horrible spine buster where his shirt comes off when he fucking does it. I guess that's the yeah. genius bleeding through. <laughs> Yeah. The genius that he could get undressed while performing a spine buster. I think that's the massive star. And then he also had to put it back on before he could continue. I like I, I have it on right now in front of me because I was just figuring I would kind of click through it again as we're talking here just to refresh my memory. And I, yeah. and I literally noticed this time, uh, as I watched it this time, I noticed that he had to, like, stop, put his shirt back on. Because God forbid, you know, you just continue with the singlet that you have on, like you yeah. know, fat guy syndrome. I don't know if I remember ever seeing someone's shirt like accidentally come all the way off during a move. It reminds me of, like if someone got in a fight at a barbecue or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, it was it was wild though. But like like you said though, like I was totally like pissed off right off the bat. I was like, Oh, cool. Okay, cool. We're just going to break these barbed wire boards, uh, with no, no build up, And then followed by no selling. I mean, this, this whole match had tons of fucking no selling, no story, no psychology, no nothing. Just like yardy shit after yardy shit. And, uh, it, it, I mean, I was like, what the, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And then they take the, um, the thing to the outside and both of them sold it like they were getting a tattoo like <laughs> enduring it but trying to be tough through it and not really show that it hurts and both in like kind of the seated position just kind of like wait it out wait it out it's just like i don't know what the fuck is going on here yeah man there's just there was just so many like I mean, obviously, I, when I'm watching these things, I'm I'm coming from a like a different perspective, a much, much I don't want to say much more critical, but like a a fundamentally critical standpoint. And there was just so many problems with it. Like, uh, like a, after one of the barbed wire bumps that was like through one of those barbed wire webs or whatever the fuck it was, uh, one of them grabs a cheese grater and then proceeds to use it where nobody can see it. Like, one of the main things you want to do, like, one of the main things you want to do, if if you're going to go out of your way to take some stupid shit, like a cheese grater, is make sure most of the fans can see it. Like, don't be yeah. huddled over on, like, the side of the apron where nobody can see it. But, you know, again, what do I know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and this uh, came to a finish when 
Otis took the, the barbed wire thing on the outside, skinned, and then Bobby Beverly just hits him with multiple weapons. Like, he's not sure which one he wants to use because it would be, I would think, easily just as effective if you kept hitting him with the one weapon. But he would just right. alternate weapons until the ref was like, that's too many weapons. you got to stop doing it. And they called the match. Yeah, like, and I guess he technically won by knockout. And then, uh, you know, which is, which is a stupid fucking finish. Uh, but I mean, even more stupid is that he, uh, Otis loses by a knockout. And then I think maybe it was 20 seconds. He was up and at him. It's like, Hey, either be knocked out or don't like, what are we doing here? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No help to the back. Really. Just kind of, all right. It's another day. Yeah, I just took a little nap. I'm good. I'm good. I can I can do it. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So then um out from the pink dumpster, uh Big Joe comes <laughs> out and uh I've seen him before. I think he's pretty good. I don't I don't really understand his gimmick. He's got like the business up top, diaper down bottom. I'm not really sure what that's all about, but um I mean, it, it lends itself to be crazier cuz his legs are just fucking exposed in death matches, but you know. I mean, and then uh, yeah, the did, wife beater comes out. Understand it. Yeah. The wife beater comes out from the pink dumpster, and uh, he's got just like some country song. He's super fat now. Um, and you know, the, the, I've seen these guys in a match before. You got um, hey, it was one of those deathmatch tournaments, and they had Necro and uh, Joe, and they didn't get past the punch segment in the front of the match, and Necro got legit knocked out, and they just called the match at that. <laughs> So I think this this was, like, part two, I think, of this, at least, if not part three. Um, Leading into this this match. This was wild. Yeah. Uh, Leading into this match, too, they had, um, like, promos going into it, and Big Joe was, like, it seems like they're just making that whole MAGA thing into a gimmick everywhere Necro goes. Um, So... He was, you know, going, fuck America, you know, all of this. It was never great, all of that stuff. So that's, like, the way that we're leading into this match. Um, just saying that, the, you know, once we get to the end of the match, it makes less sense. But um, uh, it, it's just silly. I don't know. I mean, they get into the, the thing. Necro, I mean, he was near death, and now he's just big and fat. And um, they were using a Rubbermaid trash can at some point, which, you know, it's one of those things that I'm just like, don't do it. Just just stop doing it. You're using glass, you're using bats, you're using barbed wire, and then there's a Rubbermaid garbage can. <laughs> yeah, it, does, it doesn't make any goddamn sense. And, I mean, this was another match that started off with, uh, I mean, like, at least there used to be an effort to do a little bit of wrestling up top in these, mat- in these matches. You know, uh, at least maybe a tie-up or a struggle or a, you know, not that there doesn't need to be a bunch of chain wrestling, obviously, but there was some wrestling before like all the plunder and shit came out, and and this started again with broken glass immediately, followed by what appeared to be two plexiglass boards that didn't break when Necro threw him out of the ring. I'm like, oh okay, that that's matchy to have plexiglass, um, and then and then they fucking went into the crowd where the cameras couldn't follow. Uh, you know, which is always great, great, great footage for either a stream or a DVD to just have content you can't watch or see. Uh, what the fuck else happened? Um, yeah, ne- Necro looks like 
every fucking old racist in South Central PA where I live. Um, yeah. Like he just looks like every fucking one of them. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like this, this, this was just more fucking sloppy garbage uh, with uh, a back suplex into glass for the finish. I think, right? I think that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It, it was, um, and at one point, Necro tried to do that chair slam thing, and his legs just gave out. And I don't know if that was like <laughs> he wasn't working the legs or anything. <laughs> I don't think that was supposed to happen. No, no, no. He probably just fucking couldn't handle it. Um, but I, I will say that this, uh, the big Joe kid looks like he could be good. Uh, I haven't seen too much of his work. I mean, just, just based on his look and his size and, you know, the way he carries himself, I think there's a lot of potential there, but you know, he, he's got to stop doing this stupid, stupid shit, you know, just to, just to get over for the sake of being over. But I, yeah. I think he had one of those di- diabetic things on his arm, if I'm not mistaken. Like he looks like he's got one of those things. I don't know. Like on his left arm, he had one of those things like covered up. Uh, you know, like I guess where people either shoot their insulin or test their diabetes. Like you know, there's. I don't know if you're familiar with that shit, but I'm no. like, oh okay, okay. But yeah, it looks it looks like he had some sort of medical thing on his arm, but I could be wrong. Hmm. Shit. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, then like, you know. Yeah. Stop fucking around. <laughs> Joe wins, and then Necro shakes his hand, but it's like, all right, wasn't this the guy saying, fuck America? He's just like, yeah, I see your point. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, this isn't just yeah. like, you know, you went into the match, and then you earned each other's respect. Like, his whole stance was like, fuck your country, and he's like, all right, man. That's cool. Yeah, man. I, I think these guys, especially nowadays, like, they're, they're still happy to, like, make it through these matches and not fucking have to uh, like they're just so happy that they're not dead or have to start a GoFundMe that they're probably like, oh man, let's hug it out. We did great. Like, you know what I mean? We survived, yeah. man. Let's just let's just shake hands and fuck kayfabe and fuck the build up, fuck the feud. Let we're we're just happy to be alive. Yeah, I I, I almost said um, you know the Heat can't even make it back to the curtain, but there was no curtain, so that's <laughs> irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They they just have to have like the walk of shame through the field, the the hundred yard fucking death march. Yeah, that was crazy, dude. Just crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So then Brad Cash walks over. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's here. <laughs> just, yeah. And it's like they must have had this like, hey, stay clear of this whole side of the field because we don't really have a ring entry, so this is kind of all it. They, they must have to yeah, that right. crowd away from that whole area. Yeah, I mean, shit. It's like if you're not going to have the entranceway, at least maybe put the fucking truck closer to the ring so they could at least come from behind the truck that's only maybe 25 yards away instead of 100. <laughs> yeah. Like, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah. So then uh, Insane Lane comes over, and he's got just, like, wild, like, swim trunks and like, a cape and just – I remember he was having some kind of mental breakdown and he, he sold all his shit on Facebook and quit wrestling and everything else. And he's lost a ton of weight. I mean, I'll give him that much, but I don't know what the fuck this, this gimmick is anymore. Now, I guess when you go with insane, you could just fucking wear anything. Yeah. Right. It doesn't have to add up or anything. And, and he, he's been around a while, right? Cause I, I, oh, I recognize his name. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm just I, I just wasn't too too familiar with him, but I I knew his name, so I was like, oh, okay, so this this guy's been doing it a minute, and I I could just tell from the way that he was working, and uh, carrying himself, I'm like, I could just tell he was a bit more seasoned as well. You know what I mean? He looked more comfortable out there. He was actually he was one of the few people that was like at least a little bit concerned with working the crowd and uh, you know having some character out there instead of just like back and forth fucking plunder for no reason. I, this was one that jumped out where who, who sponsored him. I think that was the first one I heard. They were like sponsored by. Okay. I was like, Oh, that's fucking new. Um, and this, and the, I get, the I get, on this match was shark teeth, which what? The, what? Like how many right, right, yeah. shark teeth do you have to get together? Number one. Right. Uh, how where, much did where, I where, 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 <laughs> Where do you get a surplus of fucking shark teeth? I think I think I was wondering that as well because I I thought it was just a, a thumbtack bat match, but I guess it's fucking shark teeth. Uh, and, and one one of the bats was covered in like those little bullshit fireworks, like those little poppers, the snaps. Yeah. Um, and I was like, that those don't fucking hurt. Like, what are we doing here? Like, I mean, it, it made a cool noise, but they don't fucking hurt. No, we've all pinched those between our fingers as kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, throw them at each other and shit. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, seen, I've seen people put them in their mouth before. Like, I've seen people chew on those fucking things. They don't do yeah. shit. Yeah, I I thought everything about this match sucked. I didn't think anything jumped out. I, I just, it was just very nothing to me. Yeah, I, I also I'm looking at my notes here because like I definitely can tell you for sure I put more effort into taking notes than anybody put any effort into this show. Uh, <laughs> but uh, like I wrote down like what did uh, like he they were using a power tool at some point during this match and I couldn't tell what it was doing. Like I couldn't even tell like what it was or what the fuck it. I guess it was some kind of stall, but it didn't look like it was doing shit. Yeah. Yeah, that gimmick is not good. I mean, I know they did it years ago with Mox and Damage, and they had the, the one with the, you know, gimmick broken motor or whatever, so it made noise, but it didn't really move back and forth. Um, right. But, you know, how many times can you do this before it just all looks like shit? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I mean, and you know, any power tool is legitimately going to saw someone's head or whatever limb you're attacking off. So let's just stop doing yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. I mean, and I, obviously, I mean, we're talking about pro wrestling. We know that there's uh, no real competition taking place. But at the same time, we very much want some sort of level of realism because otherwise, what are, we, what are you doing, you know? Right. Yeah, I don't like like if they bring out a machete and then they're rubbing the handle into the guy's forehead and you're like, just leave it in the back. Like, there's a way to use this. <laughs> this isn't, you didn't yeah. cover this thing. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think this uh, they took it home with a shark tooth boogie board to the face, or should I say the forearm because he totally blocked it like a bitch ass. But uh, yeah, I think it was some sort of shark tooth boogie board. Yeah. Naturally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just didn't really understand it. And it was like, a, this, and, and really it was a, you know, the thing with like light tubes, it has like that big pop, that big reaction. So 
I think that's a good weapon. You know, the, the panes of glass, it explodes. It's a good weapon. Some of those things just hurt a lot, but you don't, there's nothing to it, you know? And I think shark teeth Correct. probably falls into that category. If any of these things actually did hurt them, no one knows about it. Oh, yeah. No, I, I definitely don't like the sound of uh, fucking shark teeth. Um, yeah, that, that definitely falls under the, the, the classification of uh, no, no noise, no visual, no nothing. It just probably hurts like fuck. Yeah. Um, so then out uh, the next match, uh, out comes Mickey Knuckles, who's, you know, got a fucking thong on for whatever ungodly fucking reason. And, um, uh, I mean, she's honestly the MVP of the tournament. I mean, she's... For sure. For sure. She's, um... I mean, she's she's fucking enormous, but she works her actual weight. She she's throwing forearm spears like she's coming at these motherfuckers. Like she's she's legitimately you know making shit count. Yeah, so, um, absolutely. She she was yeah by far by far the best worker on the show and best performance on the show by far. Mm-hmm. Which you know didn't get quite the um, glowing review that Shannon gave or invite who was the next out who she said um. People want to talk about athletes who should be booked far and wide. Orin Veidt is all upside. A brilliant professional wrestler who can adapt to every environment, even like a dumpster in a field. Um, I was thrilled to have him at TOD and can't wait to do 2023 with him. Book him. Which, again, like, talk to you in a few months at best. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we'll talk to you again when we're playing once we need somebody to fall through some some fucking glass or some shit, we'll call you again and we'll, we'll use you again. Yeah, I just. I will say it's definitely points points though for uh for the Garth Brooks entrance music because as we know from your mom's house, he's a serial killer and we want to know where the bodies are, Garth. But uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where where are the bodies, Garth? But yeah, no. What's up? Um, uh, or invite always bothered me just because um, the the whole uh, J.C. Rotten thing. So I had a thing with Ian's son where um, I had said something like, I, I just don't see the hype because they were really pumping him up because the kid was willing to die for Ian Rotten. And, and you know, obviously that would lead to them putting him over. And I just said, yeah, I, I just don't see, I only saw like maybe one match or something. I said, ah, I don't really think he's that great. Well, he heard my podcast had a match with this kid, and then on the fucking video that someone had to send to me because I wasn't even watching it, got on the mic That's and went, right. fuck you, J-Cat. This guy's the truth. That's and right. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> the fuck? And, um, what? what the fuck? Man, you yeah, really so, hurt their feelings, dude. You, yeah, you really so hurt their feelings. more attention and confirmed that I, I felt I was right, that he's really not that great. But he's also got a game that says, like, he's the wizard king in his entrance, but he's a cowboy. So <laughs> yeah, what the on. fuck? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that doesn't I, add up. That, that doesn't add up at all. Yeah. That's, you know, like I said with Insane Lane, when you're insane, you could just come out with whatever you pick out and be like, well, clearly he's insane, so who knows, you know? But when you're like, I'm a wizard, yeah. and then you're like, here's my cowboy hat and some Garth Brooks, and you're like, hold on. This wizard done turned into a cowboy. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm just I'm, I'm watching some of these clips now. Like it, this shit was wild. Like I, I definitely appreciated them, uh, 
working Mickey's exposed ass and like hitting her in the ass with light tubes and shit like that's fucking hilarious. Um, but yeah, I mean, I know it's already been said, but I, I mean, she by far was the best worker on the show and, and stayed in character, worked the crowd, uh, sold like you're supposed to. Her strikes are legit. Uh, everything she did was fucking legit. Uh, you know, I mean, because I know, I know we're doing a good bit of shitting on everything, but I just oh, yeah. wanted to say at least a couple, a couple of good things. Um, but yeah, just, just way, way impressive uh, to, to be able to work three matches as well. Uh, being in as horrible of shape as she looks uh, oh, yeah. is very fucking impressive. Very impressive. Now, Mickey's badass. I mean, she's always been super, super tough. She, she can always you know, actually go with guys. And they say that about a lot of chicks, but I don't believe a lot of chicks offense, whether they say that or not. Um, you know, if you no. put her in there with another deathmatch guy, you're not like, oh, poor Mickey. You're like, this is going to be some shit because she really brings it. Right. She legitimately brings it. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Most you know, other cases of, with... yeah I'm sorry. What? A lot of oh, no, I was just going to say, like, I'm sure pleases DJ. That's right up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, all I was going to say was, like, in most in most other cases with intergender stuff, it's it's just like the guys being really good bases for all the all the females' offense and making them look good. You know what I mean? In in Mickey's mm-hmm. case, she's actually beating the shit out of people. Yeah, yeah. No, she she definitely she brings it. Uh, so then you had um, Bobby Beverly versus Big Joe. It just didn't, again, this was another one of these matches that I just didn't, I, I couldn't find much to even say about it. I was like, eh, all right. What did you have on this one? Uh, let's see. What the fuck did, I wrote down in parentheses FBTW. Was that the kind of death match that it was? What, what the fuck is F? Fans bring the weapons. I was like, what the fuck does FBTW stand for? I wrote it down, and I didn't remember. Uh, no, again, like, I think the, the only shit I have here is, like, you know, once again, it was just immediately right into the shit, like, right right immediately with the tube. Um, it, it was just back and forth shrapnel the whole time, you know? And I don't know. I guess, I guess I'm just a stickler for wanting some kind of story being told in the match and not just, back and forth shit where nobody's selling anything and up oh, here's the, somebody won you know all right great yeah yeah i don't know i overall i think even the matches the way that they're lined up this is all deathmatch tournaments this isn't just CZW, but everything's just become one it used to be you know there was a 200 right. light tube do- tournament of deathmatch or, or a no rope barbed wire match now it's like no rope barbed wire, 200 light tubes, fan bring the weapons, gusset plates, razor boards. We got a lobster in the back. Uh, we can fire <laughs> up a chainsaw if you need. Like, we got all this shit, and it's just one match, and then we got four more matches after this. And you're like, wait, what the fuck? How, how are you going to actually pull this off where someone cares? Precisely. Yeah, no, I mean, that's a great point. Because, I mean, all of these matches did kind of, blend together because they all, like you said, they all, for the most part, featured all the same shit, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. If every match has light tubes in it, what what makes the, you know, what makes one special over the other, you know what I'm saying? Like, if, if they're all, if they all have the same, you know, light tubes used to be reserved for, like you said, a special occasion, like the, the 200 light tube death match, um, 
you know, and, and if and if somebody's going to use barbed wire boards, then that's all you fucking use, you know, just barbed wire boards, you know, mm-hmm. but it is, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, I think, um, that's kind of been another one of those lazy elements that was introduced to deathmatch wrestling that helped kill it for me. It was the, they would just call it fuckery. I think Larry Legend started that. Right. Too. And he'd just be like, we have all sorts of fuckery out here. And everyone's like, fuckery, that's a funny word. And they're like, good. <laughs> We're just not <laughs> Throw all this shit in there. Want some more fuckery? Yeah, all right. We're done. I, I think yeah, I think they were using some sort of bullshit gusset plates, too. Because, like, I'm, I'm looking at them now. And, like, even when, I think at one point, I think inane lane, uh, put them on like Mickey's tits or something. Like I think he smashed them into her boobs at one point. And uh, like if they, if they were like the legit ones that like Masada got stuck in the arm with and stuff like that, like they would have been stuck in her tits, but these ones kind of just like fell right off. So I don't, I don't know what sort of gusses they were using this time. Yeah. Well, I think too, with the boards, it's kind of the perfect storm because you're putting a, like a hard backing behind it. You know, and yeah. then when you hit that solid part of the arm, it's just opening, you know, where you got like a soft pity and a, you know, someone's palm pressing it and it's not quite the same. You're right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I guess, I guess that's right. But uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, just, I just, I guess I, I, I remember them being a little bit more like devastating. Maybe, maybe the blades were a little bit longer, but I mean, I'm, I'm by no means wishing, wishing harm on anybody. I just didn't think that they had it. Uh, they they weren't as special. They warm blood on a titty. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I wanted. That's exactly that's what everyone's looking for. I wanted some big, sloppy, fucking mushy, purple, bloody titties. <laughs> <laughs> fucking terrible. Um, yeah. So then, uh, that yeah, that brought us to Mickey versus Lane. Um, uh, the thing is, is. Lane had the best match of his career, in my opinion, against Mickey, but that was in August of 2008 in the arena. So right. This, is, this isn't what I wanted, you know. Like, I, they did all right, you know, um, but I, I saw these two in the arena, and this is the one that I always remembered is, like, my favorite insane Lane match was a, a match they had in 2008. Um, he had a little run with them until, uh, I think, when DJ threw him off the balcony is when they stopped seeing him because he broke his shit. <laughs> you remember that? That was, that was usually good. I don't think I remember it too much. He threw Insane Lane off the balcony? Yeah. yeah oh, yeah, sure. no, I, I definitely don't. It was like DJ and Damage when they were doing that gimmick. Uh, and they were up yeah. on the... the yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my it God. Was, Jesus yeah. Christ. It was bad, but um, but yeah, I don't know. This is um, average because I mean, if that's the thing with me is I I'll always judge shit really harshly. But if you show me a better version of what I'm looking at, then I have to compare it to that. Correct. You know? uh, exactly. You know, right? Like it's well, maybe this wouldn't be so bad if we didn't have anything to compare it to. But all in all, it was. Very fucking bad. And this this match ended with a submission finish. I have written down here. I don't remember exactly what it was, but somehow, yeah. or I don't know if he, I don't know if he blacked out or knocked out, but it was definitely a submission finish or whatever. Yeah, is that what happened here? I, I shit, I don't even remember yeah. what the finish was. I know that 
at yeah. some point they did a thing, and I thought this was with Insane Lane, where uh, she was going for the power bomb or something, and then he, she bit him in the dick, and it. it you don't remember that? No, I don't. I don't remember. I, I do remember her biting somebody in the dick, but I don't remember what the scenario was. And I, I just watched the finish again, and she had him in some sort of like crippler crossface type thing with barbed wire across his face, and it lo- lo- looks like they did the whole like sort of. I don't think he tapped out or gave up, but it was just sort of like a the ref called it type thing. So I guess he was knocked out or whatever. Yeah, which is crazy. I don't understand ref calling shit in TOD or any kind of death right. match tournament. Because, like, what's the line? Right. Like, you know, yeah, like, the, the, the idea is you die. Like, that's the idea. Like, the whole idea is to try to kill the motherfucker. Yeah, like, the ref was still waiting for Nick Gage to come back when he fucking was dying in the back. <laughs> like, they didn't call the match. They stood there like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> And he's like, I don't know yet. Hold on. But they're calling the yeah, match. Should we ring the bell or? Yeah, right. What the fuck? <laughs> so yeah, um, the the finals and they announced um, Mickey as the hardcore grandmother instead of the <laughs> hardcore godmother. Which, at this point, fuck it. <laughs> so the, and, I, and I guess I guess the I guess the only break that they really got here was while they disassembled the ring and exposed the the boards and and all that and I guess put up some barbed wire because I was like oh well they'll definitely for sure have a filler match here and boy was I wrong yeah nope yeah it's just seamless you just see like the next person walking out you're like fuck but clearly it takes time to you know put shit together but not that much time yeah well I mean as I'm sure I'm sure we'll get to it but uh you know, I, I guess it doesn't take much time when you already have your construction crew in the backing on the uh, two or three tiered fucking structure that that they had to bring out like it was an Egyptian pharaoh. Like they had a whole team of people carrying. They had a whole team of people carrying out this fucking structure for the finish, and then uh, you know, then then a, a construction crew had to take off a bunch of pieces of wood, stabilizer pieces of wood. I was like, what in the fuck? is going on here. Yeah, it's all gotten crazy with that shit because it's like, yeah, it's this thing that was so delicate that they had to really strap, like, um, reinforcement pieces to it just to get it to the ring so it didn't break from the dumpster to the fucking thing. Because if it breaks, <laughs> it's like a hard left and throw it in the dumpster, you know? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Turn around, guys. Yeah, throw, we, fuck it. Turn around, throw it in the fucking pink thing. Get it in that pink <laughs> bin. Get it out of here. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that was, you know, and the the no ring or no canvas thing, I think is, I, I think it's another one of those waste things where they're never going to understand how bad it hurts. And, and it's just wasted. You, you can't take a normal bump without it being a major bump. Yeah, 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 yeah. I definitely didn't like the idea of it. I mean, there's so much... Uh, room for error and it's so high risk because I, I mean I'm watching even Mickey get in the ring right now <clears throat> and as you saw like all those boards are not stable like if you step on one side like they 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 flip up and you know mm-hmm. like it, you're just asking to 
fuck your ankles up and shit on top of everything else. Yeah. Yeah, and then, you know, so they carry this fucking thing out. So who's going to be the one to pour the lighter fluid and light this thing on fire? Oh, the ref. That's, that's, a, that's the perfect guy. The impartial one. Yeah, yeah. The guy who's like, even though he knows what he signed up for, the guy who's supposed to be trying to stop you from doing that kind of thing is uh, absolutely aiding and abetting. Yeah, it's, there's been a major shift for sure because it used to be standard for the refs to even be involved in the death match. And every time they pulled some new shit out, they went, oh, no, come on. That's too much. Like, you'd see the look in the yeah. like, no, 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 don't, don't do that to him. And then he'd be like, ah, oh, fuck, he did it. You know, like, that was the sell. It, was, it seemed to be just like, oh, dude, really? Not that shit. You know? <laughs> now it's just like, dude, I'll hold Fucking the one in for you. Oh, uh, and I forgot, too, at the, at the very beginning here, they both uh, – Beverly and, and Mickey are both they both have two tubes apiece and I don't know what the fuck happened or why or why but I think he strikes first and then she fires back and one of hers hits him right in the fucking face man she just <laughs> hit it right there oh my god like she just hit him right across the face which completely breaks character for a second and you could see like in her shoulders and in her posture that like she was like oh no oh fuck like I, I hit him in the face like, are you all right? Like, can we keep going? Like, she totally, like, broke for a second. and was like, God damn it, I hit him in the face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's brutal. And, you know, another side suplex off the top, uh, off the uh, scaffolding through this contraption to the fucking hard boards in the ring. Insane bump. I mean, yeah. I, I just. Totally. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, it, did, I mean, it, did, it did not. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I mean, fitting bump, you know, to, to end Tournament of Death, I guess, because it's a pretty fucking severe one, but, um... Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, yeah, it did not look, uh, it did not look pleasant, and it, I mean, I, I don't know, I don't want to say, like, it didn't look safe, because I don't know how you particularly do it safer. Uh, I mean, it, it wasn't like, uh, it wasn't like they didn't execute the move correctly or anything like that, but uh, I, I think for sure, if they were going to do that, I think, I mean, that structure that we're talking about, I think it was just maybe like two tiers of like glass. I don't think there was like any, any wooden table or anything like that. It was just glass. So mm-hmm. I guess what I'm getting at is that there wasn't particularly anything to help slow them down as they no. were heading towards the, the, the exposed ring. So it was just a fucking back suplex right onto Mickey's back and neck and head. And and right where they hit, it looked like one of the boards kind of flipped up like perpendicularly. Uh, and instead of being flat like it was, it was kind of turned up on its side. And, yeah. and hopefully they only sort of got, hopefully like they only sort of got that on their, uh, like the rebound bounce and not the initial bump, but like, and, and again, as, as far as I could tell, I think she was legitimately knocked out. Cause they, you know, they threw up the X and they were calling out for help and she wasn't fucking moving. So, I mean, either kudos to her for a great sell job and also kudos to her for if she did get knocked out, because what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, they put Bobby Beverly over and I just don't like, I've never understood this shit from a fan standpoint. 
like the the fans aren't like that into this dude. They're into right. Mickey. They're following all the shit she's doing. They're they're popping for her. She has history in CZW. DJ had history of fucking being inappropriate with women. So what better to have than familiar with CZW past Mickey Knuckles go through this tournament and win it, but then they're like, not a Bobby Beverly. And it's like, but, but he doesn't work here either. So what the fuck are you gaining from that? Yeah, no, that's it. That you're right. And, uh, I mean, that just really didn't make any sense. I, from, from a veteran to, to newer wrestler kind of standpoint, I mean, I don't know how long Bobby Beverly's been around. I, Cause I, I'm not that familiar with him, but I know Mickey's been around the better part of 15 to 20 years. Like, you know, she, she was training and working back when I was in the early, early two thousands and shit. Mm -hmm. But, uh, so I, I understand approaching this from a standpoint of, well, Mickey doesn't need the rub, you know what I mean? Mickey doesn't need this to, uh, you know, get her over. So, so what we want to do is have somebody who's over like Mickey put over this younger, newer person. But, uh, I, I definitely agree more so with what you were saying, and I, I think it was a mistake to not just put Mickey over, like mm -hmm. especially after this fucking, especially after her performances on this show. Like she by sure. by far sh should have been the one to win, um, and and fuck everybody else. Like you can still get Beverly over by getting into the final round and having a bunch of near falls on Mickey, and then just not winning. And then they can right. still do the hug it out and handshake and she can cut a promo saying how great he is or whatever the fuck. But the, I mean, she should have for sure went home with the trophy for sure. Yeah. And I mean, it kind of, I don't know. I, I say it, it didn't understand, but I, I should know better because DJ has always been propelled by what works for him. So this is some version of kissing the Ohio guy's ass because he wants to book another one of them later on that won't give him a fucking time of day at the moment, but it puts Bobby over and then it'll work for him. Mickey's got nothing to offer him. You know, same reason why, um, what was the asshole from um, overseas that went out? Jimmy Havoc. He went over where nobody right. gave a fuck about him. And everyone was like, why is this fucking guy going over? And DJ's like, I got a trip to Europe next month. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, you no, know. you're right. I mean, uh, I, I would, I wouldn't be surprised if that's a hundred percent the case of uh, the, the choice to put over Beverly instead of Mickey. But and, and who knows? Maybe there, there's a real possibility too that Mickey didn't want it, and like it was offered to her, and she said, "Nah, no way. I don't, I don't need to go over, and I, I don't Maybe. want it." You know what I mean? But I mean, she, she'd be the first fucking wrestler ever to refuse getting put over, though. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you never know. But, um, yeah, so out comes fucking Fat DJ. DJ comes out. <laughs> what I've never understood about fat people, because, you know, hey, look, I mean, some, some people, they have problems with their weight. They're never going to get it under control. It's just in their DNA, whatever it is. But when your shirt doesn't reach the bottom of your stomach, I think it's time <laughs> for the next size. It's not covering the skin that you're buying it to cover like that's the whole purpose of the shirt is to cover everything up top the pants cover everything down bottom and if it doesn't you got to get in more more pants more shirts. yeah you, <laughs> you need you need some more fucking real estate on your clothing to cover the fucking fupa dude yeah there's no way you didn't have extra of that misspelled shirt 
<laughs> right. You know you got that got shit in three and four X. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, but yeah, just fucking tape it on there. Yeah. I mean, uh personal trainers have been cancelled. Um you know, I mean I don't know if they cancelled yeah. them too. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, hey, we heard about those students, but we're not training you. <laughs> I was actually surprised to see him out there at all because, like, I was just under the impression that he was, like, a completely silent partner now. You know what I mean? I, I thought that, like, he was not allowed to show his face anywhere ever. Uh, I thought he was just kind of, like, you know, just, just in behind the scenes, like the fucking, uh, like the Wizard of Oz. But, uh, yeah. I mean, obvious, obviously, he still had to go out there at the end and get his little shine, you know, as yeah. if anybody gives a fuck. Yeah, I mean, it's his house, though, so, I mean, it, he, I mean, it would be funny to see him peeking out the window all show or, like, where's Wild <laughs> throughout the fucking field. <laughs> see him peeking from out the dumpster, uh, you know. Like, up in, up in, like, a tree stand in, like, one of the trees, like, <laughs> just fucking yeah. with a pair of binoculars. That would be fucking great. But I guess at this point he's harder to hide, so fuck it, right? Oh man, he looks fucking rotund, and I love it. And ironically enough, when your name is DJ Hyde, and you have no chance of hiding. <laughs> Correct. Correct. <laughs> yeah, fucking man. fat, um, gr- grimace motherfucker. Yeah. Just a strange tournament because again, this was like thing anymore. Like they had a a show not that long ago, like, in front of the art museum in Philadelphia. Like, this is not their thing anymore. Right. Yeah. I mean, this, this has nothing to do with the uh, the renaissance of any tradition. You know what I mean? Or isn't that what their thing is now? The renaissance of fucking tradition, which is a phrase all in all that doesn't even really make any sense. Unless you're defining in that statement what tradition you're talking about. It's like, what, what do you even... What are you talking about? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they've definitely gotten away from all this and tried to focus on uh, build, building uh, as widely uh, an ethnically diverse roster as they can. You know, you gotta you got to make up. you got a virtue signal. you got to be super woke, you know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's diverse. I mean, it <laughs> looks like the end of Yeah, true, true, true. <laughs> yeah. You know, nothing against hey, Amen. Look, look. Like, if, if suddenly a lot of talented black athletes get, like, a platform because DJ's trying to be apologetic to, like, a whole nother fucking group, then so be it. But yeah. that's clearly what's happening. <laughs> Correct. Correct. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, you could just kind of, I mean, it was it's either that or he just grabbed all the fucking extras from Wakanda forever. And he's like, oh, you guys could all be wrestlers. That just sounds like a good idea. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but yeah, it's just it's a weird shift. And then you know, a lot of the backstage, the behind the scenes kind of stuff. It's it's like they're trying to go under this guise of kind of family friendly, but you got Shannon doing like cross promotions between that and XPW, which obviously Zandig's worst fucking nightmare is uh, one person promoting both of those companies. Um, but. You know, it's it's weird. It's like, you know, on one hand, she's celebrating, uh, oh, I'm so glad they stopped using that Ronald McDonald guy in XPW because he beat his wife, but they're still using Necro and so are we. And it, 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 wow, it just, just fall back. Yeah, dude, it, even... it, it's, it's wild, man. It's the way people are able to pick and choose 
uh, who they support and, and shit like that. It's just, it, it doesn't make any goddamn sense. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what's what's your thoughts on it? Like that the, the morality side of things, which is kind of an oxymoron as far as wrestling goes, because there is no morality. But to just like blatantly be like, you know, it's yeah, no, we're not using that guy because he hit his wife, and it's like, didn't that other guy like punch his wife while she was in the fetal position on a chair, screaming for him to stop? That's different, you know. Not the same punches we're talking yeah. about. It's it's wild because I guess it just seems like uh, it, it's almost like the expression like grandfathered in like if you if you've ever heard the expression for like yeah. uh, you know so, somebody's grandfathered in you know and and I, I guess shit like that applies to Necro and it applies to Stone Cold Steve Austin and yeah. you know it's like if, if if you've done enough to amuse the fans and get over and cement a legacy and be influential, then I, I guess there's a few things we could just sweep under the rug for you. But it's not going to apply to everybody unless you've been quite as influential as the people I just named, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's bizarre. I, I have such a hard time understanding, you know, different parts of that. And it might just be, yeah, well, that was a while ago. We're just going to forget about it. But then don't be so loud about how against the new one you are. Yes, and and I think that's really like the nail on the head is what what whether or not like we're going to treat the um, the people who committed these crimes or or horrible uh, offenses like what, what, whether or not you want to treat them different or not is it, it is what it is uh, but certainly be consistent with your views your standpoint and the way that you react to those people you know otherwise it doesn't fucking make any sense. Yeah, yeah, I don't get it. I I don't know if you've seen any of the um the XPW stuff that they're doing over there. Um, I just caught the other day someone was like, "You gotta see this XPW TV they have on YouTube," and they run like little TV episodes. It's like clips from their shows and promos and all of this other shit, dildo commercials, and <laughs> it's just fucking crazy. <laughs> no, I, like, I haven't seen any of it. Yeah, it's like a shitty little show. I mean, it's. It serves the purpose it's supposed to. Um, I mean, I just say the whole wrestling business now to me is just not for me. But um, it, yeah, it's it's strange because it's like yeah, they're they're one of the ones that, that's canceling this one. Uh, they canceled the Ronald McDonald guy for beating his wife, but then they're like, Necro's here, Masada's here. Um, we uh, yeah, we're really proud of not being canceled. Necro and Drake both have like MAGA gimmicks like to the fucking hilt. Um, Drake's doing like full on campaign ads like within the show. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. I have to well, I mean, I I, <laughs> I think the, the sad reality with that is is it's not a gimmick. It's just no, him, and it's just what. Yeah, it's it, like I mean, we could call it a gimmick all we want, but it's just he's just being himself for the first time, I guess. Yeah. That's the other part that I don't really um, – I, I wonder where it goes. Like, the, do you think it takes any kind of um, bad turn? Because this isn't just a guy playing a character that some people hate. Some people hate what the fuck he's about. Right. Yeah. You know? I, I don't know. I, I don't know where that you take that. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, you know, I get truly – it's a, it's the type of shtick where depending on where you're working and what, you know, what state or what fucking – uh, 
outlaw mud show you're fucking working, you're either the biggest baby face or the biggest heel, you know, right. uh, depending on where you, where you are. So I, you know, does I, I guess in a, in a lot of ways that's good because you're you're very polarizing and you mm-hmm. will get a reaction everywhere that you go you will get the reaction or a reaction but uh whether or not it's the one that you want uh you know i guess it's to be determined yeah yeah it's um it's a, it's a weird lane it's definitely um something a little bit more realistic than i've seen in the past out of you know wrestling shows and gimmicks and personas because this is something that has actual reality tied to it <laughs> it's like yeah flat-line. exactly you got slack up against Drake, and it's like, oh, this is uh, – Drake's like, yeah, we, we want to make sure that uh, children aren't trafficked, and Schlack's like, fuck the tra- – fuck the kids. <laughs> <laughs> and he's the face, so it's – I don't know what the fuck. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, re- wrestling as a whole, I mean, for the last probably, honestly, 20 years has kind of been turned on its head with, uh, you know, heels being faces and – faces being treated like heels and like you know just the old example of that is you know like degeneration x and and new world order being super over and treated like baby faces and then you've had a guy like john cena his whole career getting fucking booed even though he's never been heel a day in his life you know and any right. any he, he fucking he, he's done probably more make-a-wish uh um, events than anybody else ever in the history of Make-A-Wish. You know what I mean? But, yeah. you know, like, let, let's boo this motherfucker. Boo this man. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's wild. I think that was more because people just, for whatever reason, they didn't like his gimmick, and Vince just refused to listen to him. They're like, make him a heel, and he's like, fuck you. I'll never listen to you motherfuckers. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> The day you tell me how to book my show, you can go fuck yourself. I don't care if I lose millions. <laughs> He's a fucking face yeah, forever. Fucking forever. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the other thing um, I just want to mention, too, because I, I've been sent it all day long, but um, apparently Teddy Hart is getting another documentary. Wow. Uh, he's, uh, and this is like, uh, on Peacock, it's supposed to be some kind of documentary series, and like... What? I would be surprised to not see him wind up in jail over this because this is really like they did another one of those deep dives where they wind up with way more information about this missing girl than they wanted, <laughs> you know? Wow. Jesus and Christ. They all just like a lot of wide eyed fucking people in the, in the promo, like, yo, <laughs> like, I don't think they knew what they were getting into. And yeah, like, him blatantly just saying, yeah, I don't give a shit about that girl. Wow. Yeah, like, yeah, it should be interesting. Yeah, man, I mean, it's crazy to me that, uh, I mean, just because I haven't seen or heard hide nor hair of him in a long time, I just assumed he was, like, kind of gone and, like, gone forever. (laughs) Or, like, I I don't know. Like, obviously, I didn't think he was wrestling anywhere anymore or performing anywhere. But, you know, I guess because he hasn't been all over social media or in the news like he had been over the last couple of years, him and, like, all the bullshit with, like, him and Maria Manic And, uh, I mean, so on top of all that, it's just crazy to me that anybody would be interested at all in producing something about him. And then it 
making it to a, a fucking um, a platform like Peacock is even fucking crazier to me. But it should be yeah. interesting. <laughs> it should be fucking yeah. interesting. I mean, they got all sorts of female students talking about how fucking scared they were and how like they didn't feel oh safe. My God. And like sound clips of him saying that he could have people killed if he wants, and it's just like, yo, <laughs> this shit is about to take its turn. Oh man, I mean, I hope so. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I, I don't, I don't really, I, I'm not the wishing bad things on people type anymore, like I kind of used to be. But somebody like him, just, I mean, for his own sake and for the safety of others, just. Like, he at least needs to spend a, a lot of time, if not the rest of his life, in fucking jail. You know what I mean? Or at least he at least needs to be put away somewhere where he can get, like, serious help, seriously rehabilitated. But I don't know. Just, just the way he kind of carries himself and the way he's been behaving and uh, the coverage that he's gotten over the last couple of years. There's just some people I don't think there's any savings, man. Like, I, I just don't know if there's any turning anything around for that guy. No, I don't think so. I mean, he's he's definitely uh, beyond damaged. I mean, his, his delusion right. on, like, what life is and stuff is, is another level. I know he's had it, but it <laughs> took a lot of criminal turns. Yeah, man. Like, once you have fucking you know, bodies on your resume, it's time to go, dude. It's, you know, you're, you're living, you're, you're the fucking devil, man. Like you gotta go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, I had a problem with a lot of the stuff he was doing because the stuff he was doing with cats were, was really bothering me. Cause I saw, you know, what was going on and I know my stuff about animals. So I saw stuff sure. where I was just like, this is some bullshit. And everyone's like, ah, Jay cat's got a problem. Fuck you cat guy. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, wait, he abuses women? Oh, fuck him. And it's like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that like the, the kid that tortures animals, the next thing you know, they're a serial killer? Like, oh, shit. Does that actually right. happen in life? Yeah, surprise. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> yeah. yeah. People are terrible with that shit. Like, it's uh, it's wild to me how, how some people are just uh, – like, they could give a fuck about animals, but like you said, it's the second that it's about, like, people. Uh, I mean, but some people are obviously the other way, too. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they don't give a fuck about people, but you find out that somebody was abusing animals, and it's somehow worse than, than fucking abusing people. But, I lean yeah, man. Like, that side. Oh, yeah, for <laughs> sure. And I, I know that. I, I know I know that about you. And I think, I think in most cases, too, uh, you know, if if you presented me with a scenario where somebody had a gun to the you know a dog's head or a cat and and a human and said well which one do you want to live I I would at least start with well tell me about this person <laughs> like you know what I mean tell me I'll make my decision after you tell me about this person because there's a good chance that the fucking human's gonna die yeah because I mean you know Teddy I mean if you don't see the red flags there to just lend your life to him. And, and just go like, yeah, what direction do you think I should go with my career? Like, if you can't see the fucking red flags there, I, you know, I, don't know <laughs> I feel less bad for you than I do, like, the litter of kittens that were born that will never be fixed and produce more homeless animals that are now drug around the country to be circus animals. And, you know, like those, I don't know. I have a, I have a bigger problem with the other thing that, that had no choice. For sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Fuck. 
Yeah, but what are you going to do? Is there anything else you want to go over or just bullshit about or whatever? Uh, I mean, I think that's probably it as far as this show goes. Uh, but, uh, no, I mean, I think, like I said, at the top of it, uh, of our little program here, it's, uh, it's, it's, I'm very happy, uh, for you, my friend, uh, just to be on the mend and, uh, hopefully, you know, cancer free and getting better. And, and hopefully, hopefully you'll be back to, uh, t- taking care of your animals and, and, and back to work soon. But, uh, yeah. yeah, man, I'm just, I'm just ha- happy about that. And, you know, good, good shit in that regard. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. I got an endoscopy tomorrow, so that's more fun. But, um, nice. other than, nice. you know, just checking more shit off the list to make sure check this, check that. Now I'm in for whatever I got left in my life. I got in for checkups on a regular fucking, I, I was a guy who never had a primary care doctor. Every time they asked me, well, who's your primary care doctor? It's like, it doesn't exist. You know, now <laughs> right, right, like, right. you need fucking checkups and screenings and blood work and this and that. So this is the fucking long haul, man. If you want to be here, eventually you got to invest in it, even in, in the ways you don't oh, want to. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so you said, so for, like going forward, like you have like, what, four checkups a year or something you said? Oh, I don't know. I don't know about like how many. Uh, I'm sure it's a lot. Uh, I, I, thought, <laughs> I, I thought that's what you said just now. I, I, must, have, I must have misheard you. But uh, yeah. yeah, man. I mean, what, what, whatever you have to do, you know. Obviously, uh, I know you a bit more personally than a lot of other other people. So I I know you got a family to worry about. I know you got a a job you care about and a life you care about. So oh, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm glad I'm glad things worked out uh, so far so good, you know. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. You're definitely one of the people who've uh, you know hit me up and checked up on me and everything. I really appreciate that because. This shit gets lonely, man. You get fucking, you know, you can't go anywhere. You can't do anything. You quickly see who's who's around you, you know, who gives a fuck because oh, yeah. shit gets quiet. Oh, yeah. You know? Yes, sir. But, uh, yes, sir, it does. But, but, yeah, man, I appreciate it. You know, I'm, I'm happy to be able to do this show again with you. And, um, you know, hopefully CDW does something that we would love to mock again soon, and we'll do another <laughs> one. Yeah, man. F- fingers crossed they get their shit together. Uh, for, for December or January, maybe they'll put together uh, a cage of shit that we can uh, dissect and, and pick apart. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, man, thanks again, and um, hope everybody enjoyed this, and uh, we'll talk soon, bro. Yep. Have a good night, buddy. All right. Talk to you later. Be good, man. Peace. Talk to y'all later. Have a nice night. Stay dry. It's raining again. Tired as rain. Makes the grass green. I won't complain about that. That's all I gotta say. I'm out of here. I love all of y'all and, uh, shit. You're all a bunch of fucking assholes. You've been in the gym, bro. You know why? DJ Hyde, fuck you. You don't have the guts to be what you want to be. You need people like me. I'll listen to your, to your podcast and I'll find everything out. You know what I mean? You need people like me so you can point your fucking fingers and say, that's the bad guy. So, what I make you... 
good. Like Jesus tell me, tells me all the time to listen to what you gotta say because you be blazing people, and I'm like, well, I gotta hear it now. <laughs> you just know how to hide. Me, I don't have that problem. Me, I always tell a truth, even when I lie. The Jews are just radio. Jesus! A sacred night to the bad guy. I'm gonna tell you something straight off the motherfucking press. I ain't coming for no fools. 